Hello, and welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online service. Our theme for this year is Plus One, which encourages us to invite someone to join us in worship and fellowship. Our mission statement is simple. It's loving God, loving people, and loving life. We hope that this message will serve as a source of inspiration and encouragement for you. Each episode, we will explore different aspects of our faith, share stories of hope and healing, and discuss ways we can make a positive impact in our community and the world. So whether you're a longtime member of our church or just tuning in for the first time, we welcome you to join us on this journey. Let's make 2023 a year of growth, both for ourselves and for those around us. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Come on, I think I did some of those dance moves last night. And I got the rolling of the eyes like a really dad. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> Anyways, woo, praise the Lord. Hey, can any of you relate to uh, becoming your mom or your dad? Uh, you know, and you're like, I would never. I'll never be and I'll never do that. And I'll never treat my kids that way. <laughs> you find that you're a spitting image of where, where you came from. So praise the Lord. Amen. Glad you're here this morning. Hey, my wife, she wanted me to give you an additional uh, advertisement or announcement. And that is concerning sisterhood. Uh, that's this Friday. But bring a dish to pass. Uh, I don't know. Can I put him? It's, there's a sign up down there. The connect spot. So uh, sign up. Tell them what you're bringing. I can tell you what I like if you want to just bring me some like, extra on the side. I don't know. But anyways, uh, it'll be a good time. I won't be there. Okay. No men are allowed. Just for the ladies. So anyways, ladies, sign up. It'll always be a good time. So, hey, welcome to our Mother's Day service. So glad that you're here. Uh, again, we just want to take a, a moment, just uh, a short time to... To really just uh, recognize mom and to honor mom. And here's one of the things that we're going to do something special for y'all, mom. Uh, I didn't talk to the cafe people. Again, surprise. But you moms. Now, just moms, not your family. Don't go on there on the mom credit, you know, credit list. No, this is for moms only. <coughs> Excuse me, but you can't go down to the cafe and get a free drink on GVC. And again, we just want you to. Uh, feel special, feel pampered, and I don't know if you have partaken of our cafe, but man, it has went to another level. I mean, the drinks and the, the, the kids are doing an amazing job with the pastries. Man, it is top-notch, so take advantage of that. And mom, this is the one time that we said you can have one free, so take advantage of it, all right? All righty, praise the Lord. Hey, listen, uh, I rarely do this just because I am the worst joke, joke teller in the world. Uh, either I can't tell a joke or I'll start laughing at the punchline before I ever get there. So, uh, but nevertheless, you know, I'm going to do my best to give you some jokes. And I just thought, well, you know what? I make sure they're extremely corny. Make sure they're dad jokes. That way, you know, you can't blame me. You know, these are just dad jokes that are corny. So anyways, uh, got a question for you. What kind of flowers are the best for Mother's Day? Moms. Moms. There, there you go. That's awesome. All right, here's another one for you. What kind of coffee was the alien mommy drinking on Mother's Day? Starbucks. Ooh. All right, how do you keep a baby cow quiet so mommy cow can take a, uh, take a sleep on Mother's Day? You use the moo button. The moot, you know, not mute, the moot button. Was that? 
Hey, I set you up. I told you they were bad, okay? <laughs> moot button. Yes, moot button. All right. Well, this one might top it, okay? Here you go. Why did, why did the Mother's Day gift arrive the day after Mother's Day? Because it was chalk late. <laughs> Chocolate, chalk, late. All right, all right. I know it was bad. Okay, here's one right here. The, the daughter, this is my last one. I won't, I won't suffer you no more. Here's the last one. The daughter says, Mom, what's it like to have the greatest daughter in the world? The mom replies, I don't know, dear. You'll have to ask your grandmother. <laughs> Did I do all right? Did we redeem ourselves on the last one? Kind of, sort of. All right, anyways. Well, like I said, if I can't make you laugh, at least I'll make you groan at my jokes. So praise God, you know, again, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> so in regards to Mother's Day, we just want to take a, a moment. It, it'll be one of those uh, short and sweet messages, at least unless I get talking, you know, in which that could be the case. You never know, right? But anyways, uh, first moms or the first Mother's Day happened about 105 years ago, and it was first... Uh, uh, arranged or, or, or established by a woman by the name of uh, Anna uh, Garvis. And the funny thing about her, she, she was never married. She never had any children. But what she established concerning Mother's Day became a national holiday and eventually went around the world. And again, the whole world recognizes Mother's Day on some date. We celebrate ours in the month of May. But once again, there was a woman that just says, you know what? I've had a really good mom. I just want to honor my mom. And so when it comes to Mother's Day, how many of you have ever noticed that when there's the athlete or somebody that, you know, they have a good uh, monumental moment in their day, they, their face is in the camera and they always say hi to somebody. Who do they always say hi to? They always say, hey, mom. Well, once again, there's a special place in the heart of, of their boys, of girls that just want to recognize mom. Mother's Day is the third largest card-giving holiday in our nation. 130 million cards are given on this day. It is the second largest gift-giving day next to Christmas. You wouldn't have thought that, would you? Well, simply because moms hold a special place in the hearts of us kids. Again, moms deserve to be recognized and deserve to be honored. Amen? Well, notice what the scripture says here over in Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 1. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, there's been a little bit of, you know, uh, uh, misunderstanding concerning that because you have adult parents trying to control adult children. But notice it says, Children, kids, little kids, obey your parents, for this is right. But then in verse 2, it says this. It says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Did you notice what that said? It says to honor your father and your mother. And it says it is the first commandment with promise, meaning that this commandment comes with rewards if you'll do it. And did you also notice that it says there's something about honoring mom that will lengthen the day of your life? I said honoring your mother, your father, it will lengthen the days of your life. And if your mom's anything like mine, she says, you better get your act together. I'll make your days. I'll take you out. I brought you in the world. I'll take you out of this world. Right. <laughs> so it says, hey, listen, honoring your mother, it will do well and it will add to the length of your days. 
And think about it from this perspective. God says, I've given you 10 commandments. And so honoring mom made the top 10 list. Come on. There's something about honoring mom. And so once again, today, we want to take the opportunity to love and honor mom and just give her some, some recognition. And so just again, I want to give you a couple of things. There's, there's seven little bullet points that I want to give you today that will just help you honor mom. So how do we honor mom? Number one, if you're writing these down, this is the first one. Number one, love your mother unconditionally. Love your mother unconditionally. When she's young, when she's old, love her unconditionally. When your mother's able to give or when she has nothing left to give, love her unconditionally. And oftentimes moms, when you think about it, are left with the imagination that she did not do a good enough job. And so all she's wanting is to know that I am loved and remembered by my children. Isn't it interesting? You know, I find myself, you know, I still have children at home, but there's times where I wrestle with that. Where like, did I, did I screw up my kids? You know, again, if you look at my kids and you think that they're, they're just really messed up, blame, blame her. She said, no, no, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't, I don't care whether your kids are still at home or if they're, they're gone, there's something that nags on the inside. Am I doing a good enough job? Did I mess them up? Did I hurt them? Did I, did I do something that's going to scar them for the rest of their life? And the enemy is really good at accommodating those thoughts and things of that nature, right? But in regards to us, you might say this. You might say, you know what? I didn't have a best, the best mom. You know, when you talk about honoring mom, she wasn't honorable. She may not have been honorable, and that was on her. But here's one of the things that God has given us a mandate, and that is, is that we honor moms and dads, and more importantly, love them unconditionally. Again, you have the mandate from God to love them. You might say, they don't deserve my love. Listen, it's not based upon your feeling. You're supposed to do it in spite of how you feel. Now, once again, it might have some guardrails as to the, the relationship, but nevertheless, God expects us to keep our heart right and purpose to love them in the way that God has instructed us to do. So number one, love your mother unconditionally. Number two, show her affection regularly. Show her affection regularly. So today, if you see mom, if you got mom around, just give mom a hug. Come on. It's good just to give mom a hug again. She will love that. And it takes, uh, it, we take for granted, don't we, that moms understand or know that we love them. You know, the older that we get, you know, moms and dads, you know, they always hugging and kissing on us, you know, when we're young. But as we get older, you know, all that mushy, mushy stuff, you know, we just stop doing it. And so then as we get older, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit awkward or we feel a little funny. You know, we hug mom from, you know, <laughs> how are you doing? But, you know, it's important just simply to show mom some affection. You know what I mean? Just give her a hug. And I guarantee you, if your purpose is to get, get in the habit of doing so, what feels uncomfortable will start to feel comfortable again. You know what I mean? And thank God, my mom is not like her mom. 
Because whenever my mom, my grandmother rather, she always, or they lived up in, in Tawas. And so when we would go up there for the summer months, you know, we'd go up there and visit. And, and my grandmother, God bless her, I mean, she would wear the brightest pink red lipstick and so when she saw you she would say come here baby give me a kiss and like i don't want to give you a kiss she'd grab you by the side of the face and she would make you you'd be like trembling like no i don't want to give you make you kiss her and then you had a lipstick on your face you know what i mean and so <laughs> it's okay to show affection toward mom and again it's simply an, an opportunity to say we love them Again, it, it gives us the opportunity to have physical touch. There's something about that that says, Mom, we love you. Mom, we honor you. So number three. Number one, we said love mom unconditionally. Number two, we said show her affection regularly. Number three, understand her sympathetically. I said understand mom sympathetically. Now, one of the things that we've got to be aware of or be mindful of is that over the years, they go through so many changes in their life. You know what I mean? She starts out being Dr. Jekyll and then she turns into Dr. No, a different, different sermon. Sorry. <laughs> over her life, she goes through so many different changes in her life, doesn't she? You know, I, was, uh, I had the privilege of going out with my mom the other day for dinner. And, and we were talking, and we've never talked this way. And, and again, I never really even gave it thought for that matter. And I think it's because you're, uh, because you're a father, because you have children, you become mindful of these things. And I, I was asking my mom, I said, you know, was it difficult when we moved out of the house? I said, you know, because uh, my wife and I, we got married in 1998. We got married in August. And then my sister got married in May the following year. So just a matter of a, of a few months, mom had no kids in her house. So she went to an empty house, you know, or the, the empty nest syndrome thing. And I said, did, did you struggle with that? You know, was it hard having kids at home? And then all of a sudden you, you didn't have anybody at home. And she said, no, dear God, we, we danced around the whole house, you know. So anyway, you know. <laughs> no, she didn't say. But once again, you start to think differently, don't you? Again, just in the context of all the changes that a mom goes through. Uh, again, if you think about a mom, uh, one of the things my mom was, was uh, she was just a worker. Uh, she was a multitasker. And you know, they always say that you marry somebody like your mama, right? Well, I married somebody like my mom, man. She, my wife, man, she is a worker. She'll multitask. I get home and I'm done with my day. I sit down and start watching TV. Well, she's gone on to job number two and job number three. You know what I mean? And so moms are just busy. And, and so therefore, we have to understand them sympathetically. And then you think about this, guys. You know, once the kids are out of the house, they're still left with the big kid. You know what I mean? They're still left with us, still going behind us, cleaning up after us. And so again, mom has gone through a lot of changes in her life. So we, we have to purpose to understand her sympathetically. Number four, we have to listen to her attentively. Listen to mom attentively. Isn't it something about the heart of a mom? I mean, there, there's nobody that loves their children like mom. I mean, dads, we love our kids, but there's something about mom. You know, I've, I've you know, with, with my kids, uh, my daughter, she's driving now. And, and so, you know, you try to give her some instruction and, you know, dads are more about the task, the to-do list. And then moms, maybe they got all the, the warm, fuzzy, lovey-dovey kind of, you know, uh, uh, emotions that go with it. But I said to him, you know, my, my daughter, she's started to 
go driving with mom and it's kind of become a regular thing where she goes, mom, let's go drive, let's go practice, let's just go drive around the ham. And I was like, you know, do, do you, do you want to go drive with me? She's like, no. <laughs> I said, you don't want to drive with me? And she's like, no. I said, you don't, you don't like driving with me? She's like, no. <laughs> and, and, you know, then you try to get it out of me. You start to get a little hurt in your heart, you know, and you start, you know, like, what, what's the matter with dad, you know? And so you start to ask the questions, you know, like, why don't you like riding with me? I don't know. Did, 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 I, did, did I do something? I don't know. You know, it's like, okay. So anyways, there's something about moms that just have that warm, fuzzy, you know, loving embrace that you know dads just do not have can, can anybody know what I, know what i'm talking about you know again we see this in the bible you remember the story of elijah you know where she has a son and the story says that the son is out in the field with the father and they're working and all of a sudden the the boy gets sick well we know that the story he, he ends up dying and the prophet raises him from the dead you remember that part of the story but again one of the things that we see or we glaze over is the fact that when that little boy is out there in the field with his dad working he says to the servants hey go take him do with mom <laughs> so, you know dad's like i got work to do man I don't have time to get down here and worry about the boy. You know, mom, take care of him. Well, take him to his mama. Mom will take care of him. Well, once again, there's just something about the love of a mom, right? I mean, mom will make sure that you, you're, you're taking care of, well-fed, feeling good. You know, can, you, can I get a, a cold compress for you? What do you need, baby? I just love you and I'll help you, right? That's just mom. So number four, we must listen to her attentively attentively and it's interesting as well you know again moms have so much to offer uh, i think i'm of that culture of the older generation i think i was on the borderline i i tend to lean more towards the old generation way of thinking but i've noticed something about the younger generation and the younger moms that 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 start to come up with their children you know mom tries to give them advice as to how to you know put their kids to bed how to feed them and for whatever reason it seems like the younger generation says you know what we have a whole new way of raising our babies i i don't do it that way mama listen we need to listen to mom because mom has some good advice at times can somebody say amen? amen amen number five okay so number one we said this love your mom unconditionally number two show her affection regularly number three understand her sympathetically number four listen to her attentively number five help her cheerfully i said help her cheerfully i'm telling you what yeah you know all about that don't you yeah uh, she's she, uh, Kathy. She's helping her mom out. Her mom's well up in years, and 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 boy, she she's a good helpmate to her mom, just to to make just to tend to her needs. But once again, when you think about mom, what what has mom always done? Mama's always went behind us, picked up after us. I mean, mama wiped her rear end. She cleaned up the puke. She did all the you know laundry. Went behind you. I mean, mom was just always there, wasn't she? So again, we're to help her cheerfully. She does so much to help her kids and once again mom is always working she never has a day off she never has a, a vacation she's always mom you know when i think about my mom like i said she's she's always been a worker uh, my mom she's in her middle 70s and if there was a task that needed to be done if we had something that we had to get squared away and you were standing next to her and i had to pick her over you I tell you what, I'd pick my mom any day because I guarantee you, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to outwork my mom, even at the age that she is. She's just, she's just a worker. 
That's her love language, just to love, just to help you, just to serve you, just to help. That's the way she is. I know my sister, she uh, and her husband, they lived down in Florida, and they were getting ready to move to California. Well, my sister, God bless her. Uh, you know, Brother Hagen always used to say this, you know, uh, bless their darling heart and their stupid head. I don't, I don't know if that's applicable to my sister. Listen, I, listen, cut that from the tape. Don't record that, all right? I don't want my sister. But no, my, my sister, she has six kids. And I'm like, six? How do you do? Oh, my gosh, six kids, you know? And so my mom, she went down to help my sister, help them pack their house, get it all ready. Why? Because mom knew that her daughter had a lot of children, has a lot on her hands, has a lot on her plate. So I'm just going to go down there and help my daughter get ready to, them, to move. Well, then they go out to California. Well, they, they, when they moved out to California, well, there's a lot of adjustments. There's a lot of things that they're having to do. So my mom flies out to California just to help them get settled in on her dime, just to go out there. Again, that's how moms are, just to love their kids, just to help any way that they can. So, again, when it comes to your mom, help her cheerfully give her a helping hand number six remember her gratefully remember her gratefully remember this it's the little things that mean a lot she gave the best years of her life to us as her children and she just wants to be remembered i said she just wants to be remembered she wants to be appreciated and once again, as I said it before, how many of you know that the devil likes to lie to us as parents and especially moms? And have you ever thought or would you ever think that the devil would come and say, you know what? You did such an amazing job. You were such a great mom. Oh, my gosh. Look at your kids. They're successful because. No. What's the enemy coming to do? He's like, hey, you remember what you did? In fact, he probably knows the date and the time. It's time stamp. You remember this day and you did this and you said that and your kid is forever scarred because of that thing that you said and you did. And you feel like a horrible parent because of the devil is a liar, isn't he? And so once again, we have to purpose to, to, to remember her gratefully to know that, that, that we love them unconditionally, right? You know, my wife, uh, her mom is uh, in her uh, mid to late 70s. And she's been ailing in the last several years. And, uh, you know, my mother-in-law, she's in Oklahoma. Well, uh, you know, my wife didn't necessarily have, uh, well, they just had challenges. My, my mother-in-law, she was a single mom raising three girls. I mean, I've got two girls. I'm thinking, dear Jesus. I mean, to have to raise three girls, like, whoo, praise the Lord, you know what I mean? Thank God for the Holy Spirit, man. I need a helper, you know. Anyways, my mother-in-law had three daughters. The only reason I say that is because I, I, I know the other two girls. They're amazing, by the way. I knew what you were, you were thinking negatively, weren't you? <laughs> ah, am I going to get in trouble? Just bail me out, will you? All right. But anyways, my wife has always said this in regards to the upbringing of their life. There's a lot of things that, you know, she could look back as a daughter and say, well, this happened and that happened. And, and, and this one was done this way and, and things were unfair and all, all the things that we as individuals can, can wrestle with. 
But one of the things that she has said, in fact, for that matter, she is the only daughter that has anything to do with her mother. And from a thousand miles away, she is the caretaker of her mom. And this is what she says. She says, I refuse to allow those things of the past because they're the past to govern how I feel or how I think. Because that is my mom and I choose to honor her. And if it wasn't for my mom, I would not be serving God today. My mom had me in church. She got me pointed in the right direction. So I will do everything within my power to honor my mom. Because my mom made me who I am today. Amen. So we have to purpose to remember them gratefully. And number seven, we, we must remind her that she is needed. We must remind mom that she's needed, regardless whether she's young or whether she's old. Remind her that she's needed. As I said before, the devil will, will, will put all kinds of ideas and lies and, and circumstances to, 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 to speak to the contrary. But once again, mom is needed. I mean, there's only one person like mom that can make the recipe like mom. You know what I'm talking about? There's that thing that like if you're coming to dinner, if you're coming to Thanksgiving, mom wants you to bring that because nobody makes it like mom can. If mom can't work, if mom can't help, you know, one thing that mom can do, mom can still pray. She might be getting older in age to where she can't do all the physical things that she used to do to help. But nevertheless, she can still pray. She can pray for you. And I'm, I thank God for a praying mom. I know my mom is still praying concerning the affairs of our life. Praying for the ministry. Praying for our kids. Praying for our marriage. I just know that mom is in our corner. And let me just encourage you in this. Maybe you're here this morning. And you're saying, you know what? I didn't have a good relationship with my mom. I don't know that kind of relationship that you talk about. In fact, my mom went home to be with the Lord. I want to encourage you in, in something. There's a whole lot of reasons why people become who they are. And a lot of it has to do because of unfortunate circumstances. That they had no choice in the manner. But here's one of the things that I do know. Is that if mom has went home to be with the Lord. She has been restored into the fullness of who God's called her to be. And I guarantee you, whether you knew mom to be a, 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 a loving mom, a, a helpful mom, I guarantee you, if she's on the other side of eternity, she's standing on the, the gates of uh, 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 the railing of heaven, and she is praying for you today. You say, my mom was never a prayer. Listen, if she's in heaven, I guarantee you she's a prayer now. And she's praying for you every day of your life because she believes in you she's expecting to see you and when you step her over into glory I don't care whether mom was a bad mom or not she's going to be there waiting with open arms saying welcome welcome home son or daughter I've been waiting for you we got eternity to build a brand new relationship Woo, come on somebody God is so good and moms deserve to be honored amen amen why don't you stand with me praise God I want to end just with this Simple story, just to validate the importance of mom, as we just, again, take this day to honor mom. There's a story about a name, a story of a man by the name of Peter Richley. True story. Peter Richley was in England, and in 1820, he decided that he was going, I believe he was going back home to Australia. And so he got his ticket 
and began the, the journey of sailing from England to Australia. And in the journey, a great storm arose and the ship that he was on sank. And Mr. Richley was the only man that survived. And there just happened to be a second vessel coming shortly behind and saw him and rescued him. He got on the boat. They began to sail again. And as luck would have it, something took place. A storm arose. I can't remember exactly what it was. But the second ship that rescued him sank. And he was the only man that survived. Luckily, there was a third ship that was coming along. I don't know how long he was in the water. But a third ship came and picked him up and rescued him. They continued the journey. And that sank, that ship sank. And a fourth ship rescued him. And the fourth ship sank. And a fifth one came by and rescued him. This is a true story. You can look it up. And the fifth one sank. And finally, the sixth ship came by, rescued him, and took him to Sydney, Australia. Now, when he got there, he was so overwhelmed and thankful that he finally made land that he was rescued after five sunken ships. And the king, or excuse me, and the captain said to him, he says, listen, he says, I have a favor to ask of you. He said, you know, there has been this woman that has wanted to go visit her son over in England. She hasn't seen him in years. And she said, she's been telling us she's going to take the journey and sail with us to England. But her health has gotten severely bad and she's actually dying. And she never made the trip. She said, but the thing, or he said, the thing is, is that she's, she knows me and she's gotten to know my crew very well because of just all the times that we've interacted. And so she knows me, knows the crew and she, 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 she would know our voices and our faces. But she said, you know, she probably wouldn't know that you're not her son. He said, so will you do me a favor? Would you just act like you're her son so that you could grant the wishes of a dying woman? That she could have the, the, the joy of heart knowing that she got to say goodbye to her son. Would you just stand in the gap for me for that? He says, I'll do anything, Captain. He says, I, I'll, I'll sure enough. So they went to the house where the woman was. She was laying there in the bed. Silver hair wrapped up in a bun. Mr. Richler looked down. And as he looked into the face of that woman, he began to weep. For that was his mother. And God answered the prayers of a mom that wanted to see her son. Come on. There's something about the prayers and the heart and the love of a mom that God will move heaven and hell to reunite and connect and help establish a relationship. God loves you. God loves your mom. Amen. Now, there's one thing that you today could do. If you're watching online, there's one thing that you could do that would honor mom more than anything. And that is that she would have the assurance to know that you made Jesus 
the Lord of your life. That you've committed to say, Jesus, come into my heart. I want to know you. And I want to know where my eternity is. So I want to give you the opportunity. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus, if you're watching online and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I want to give you that opportunity. If you say, you know what, I feel like I'm a million miles away from God and I just want to come back into a relationship with God knowing that I have an assurance that one day I'll be in eternity with mom. I want to give you the opportunity just to receive him or rededicate a life. Would you bow your head, close your eyes? If you're here in this place, if you're watching online and you say, I need Jesus, today's my day. I want to honor mom by receiving Jesus into my heart. In just a moment, I'm going to pray. If you're here and you say, I want to rededicate my life because I'm just not real certain right now. I don't know where I stand with God and I want to make sure that today I know that I know that I know. On the count of three, on either account, I want you to raise your hand and I'll pray with you. And let me just say this before I make the count. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you up front. I'm not going to call you by name. I just want you to raise your hand so I can acknowledge you and pray with you. Amen. On the count of three, if you're here in this place, if you're watching online and you want to receive Jesus, rededicate your life. On the count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three. I see that hand. I see that hand. Anybody else? You can put it down once you put it back up or put it up. Anybody else in this place? You say, I want to know that I know that I know that I'm going to heaven. If you're here in this place. All right. I'm just going to pray a general prayer. If you're watching online and you pray this prayer with me, it's just that simple. Let's pray it all together as a church family. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus. You love me so much that you made a way of escape from hell. You sent Jesus to die in my place. I believe he went to the cross. He died. He was risen on the third day. And I believe that through Jesus, I can be forgiven of sin. Have a relationship with you. And so, Father God, I ask you, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, come into my heart. I surrender my life. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's just that simple. And listen, if you prayed that prayer and you need some information to help you grow in your relationship with God, if you'll stop at the Connect spot, there's a green envelope that they'll give you. It's called, what's it called? I believe. That's what it's called. And there's some information. It will just help you in your relationship with God. Kickstart it. But once again, we just invite you to continue to come back to church and grow in your relationship with God. If you're online watching and you need some information, contact us. The, the information will be on the screen and we'll send you some things to help you in your walk with God, get you plugged into a church. Amen? Well, let me pray over you on this Mother's Day. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every single person that's here. We thank you that we've had the privilege of being in your presence. Today, we purpose and choose to honor moms because they are a gift from God. And this we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. And with that, we come to the end of this episode. We hope that you have found inspiration and encouragement in our discussion today, and we invite you to join us again next week. 
Let's make 2023 a year of growth and love by sharing the message of our church with others. We encourage you to take the plus one challenge this week and invite someone to join you at our next worship service. You can get more information about our church and say hi to us anytime from our website or social media, all online at gvchurch.tv. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.